El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is one half of the duo that hosts the Mean Boys podcast, and one of our favorite guests to have on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, go see him tell jokes sometime if you can. He's goddamn funny. Keith Carey. Also joining us, he's my co-host on the show, but we don't have another guest, so I have to introduce him instead. It's been a while since I got to introduce him anyway. He is the former and current and forever mayor of Podcast City, unless he becomes like governor of Podcast State or something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so happy to have him back on the show, Brett Raider. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. It's smoky and erotic in here. Mm, I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. <laughs> I'm going to talk like this the whole episode. That voice has never sounded more natural coming out of a body than yours. <laughs> 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 like you do, you look like a, like a jazz musician who is also a Ninja Turtle. Like that's <laughs> that would be two cool things to be. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm not even insulting. You. Yeah, I'm just you know, it's not a wise toad situation. <laughs> We're trying to get merch made. I like how there was a shirt made specifically for me, and I was one of the only people who didn't want one. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I don't want that. Yeah, wise like, toad, Adam. That's weird. <laughs> Hard pass. I gotta wear yourself. <laughs> no, I had that problem with Mean Boys merch, where I never want to buy it because I'm like, oh, it's my stupid face on it. Yeah, we don't have any merch with our faces on it. I, I, ha I do always tell people if I ever got a tattoo, like my idea was I would just get my face on my arm. That's like, pretty fun. My own face, and it was because this guy who played for the Miami or no, the Orlando Magic, Dennis Scott. Uh -huh. Everyone always made fun of the fact that he had his own face tattooed on his arm, and like. Ten years into his career, he was finally like, no, that's my dad. Just <laughs> looks like me, and you're all fucking racist. <laughs> Pretty great. He was white. Yeah. Not, I, <laughs> not I had a bad artist, just your racist. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Carey's here. How's What's it going? Up, man? It's going good, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stoked to be here. Do you, uh, do you remember the part in the podcast where we cut people off? It's always, we don't have enough guests this we time. We don't have danger. Yeah. yeah it's, we don't uh, have someone who's just so easy to walk all over. Yeah. It would have true. to be me, almost. Yeah. Hit yeah. it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call the segment This Week and Me. And it's about to get really fucking intense. We have to do it, all, like, every week. It's tradition. That, that was the most awkward shamble into a segment. Yep. <laughs> That's how it usually goes. It's either one or the other. It's either I fall for it every time I'm here, except for this. I literally was walking here and I was like, "I'm ready for that fucking guitar riff this time. I'm not getting horns swoggled." Oh, fade it out, Brett. Okay, nah, let it ride, Brett. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm taking control. Thanks for cutting yourself off. I appreciate it. You got it. 
So how have you been, Keith? <laughs> after, yeah, after the whole segment about not asking me. I've, uh, I've been good, man. I've just been uh, been working, planning this uh, tour that me and uh, Connor McSpadden, Toxic Personality of Note, are going on. Yeah. In uh, April, we're going all across the uh, Midwest and the East Coast, so we've been working on that. Edit that out, Brett. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Sneak a plug in up top. No, I, know he, people, he I know people turn it off before the plugs happen. <laughs> Why do you think we make them do it at the end, too? Yeah, exactly. Connor just recorded an episode. I don't know what order these. Well, this is definitely coming out a couple days after the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, that's that appropriate. Yeah. Given so, what this is. Because something's going to be on fire. Yeah, there's going to be some riots. Yeah, it's the two most violent groups of white people coming together for one sporting event. If only South Carolina had a team. Oh, South Carolina. The games have nothing on Eagles fans, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just recorded a podcast with Josh Denny that by the time people hear this, it'll be up on the Patreon. And we talked about the dark side of the Super Bowl. And he actually pointed out that, at least in terms of stadium arrests, uh-huh. the Philadelphia Eagles fans are 10th on the list. Really? Who's, who's top three? Uh, I know the Patriots are somewhere <laughs> in the top. There it is. Yeah. And... My Raiders, is, Raiders, obviously. Oh yeah, are it's top be, yeah. Three. And I don't remember who. I think the Jets. I think it was uh, Raiders, the, Jets, Patriots. I've been were to a, a Jets home game, and that does not surprise me. Oh really? I heard many uh, homophobic slurs before I even left the Isle of Manhattan. Wow, <laughs> man, what? not just directed at me. Just in yeah. general, just no, floating. just a lot of you know, just getting onto the train because they play in New Jersey. You have to take the train out from Manhattan. Okay. Just you know, we have we're still in in Penn Station, and it was just pandemonium. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, and, by the time this goes up, the Super Bowl will have already happened. Congratulations! Hopefully, the Eagles playing. Yeah, hopefully the Eagles. I have like no vested interest. I just have never met a Patriots fan that I want to be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I see them, I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. The thing about like I this is one of those games where I wish both teams could lose. Yeah. Instead of one team winning because the Eagles fan base despite what Josh Denny has to say, they are a walking fucking garbage fire. Oh, they're brutal. If yeah. you happen into a, like a Philly bar and you're not in Philadelphia, if you go to the Philly bar in your town or or I went to like a year or two ago, I, me and my friend were just like, "Hey, let's go to a bar and watch the Monday night game just to get dinner or whatever we didn't know who was playing and it was a philly it was a philly was playing someone so the whole bar because it was the only game on was monday night the whole bar was filled with philly fans and it was awful it was an awful (laughs) experience when uh i'm never gonna go to i'm just imagining one just sustained yell through the whole night (laughs) essentially and it just doesn't stop for three hours yeah we saw a fight between Eagles fans and Cowboys fans at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Roswell, New Mexico. Every part of that sentence is my favorite sentence. Yes, yeah. and I was touring with Portugal the Man. So it was... <laughs> what is your life? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was their day off, and they were going to Roswell, and I was yeah. like, I'm going to hide in the back of your bus and go to fucking Roswell. And that somehow is the weirdest thing you could have seen in Roswell. <laughs> yeah, it was still the most interesting thing was, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, why are we at a Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> Well, because it's Roswell, and yeah. that was that we, I believe, actually asked a cab driver what there is to do in town, and his answer was Buffalo Wild Wings. Alien corpses and Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings, that's it? And all the alien corpse stuff closes really early, like 5, 6 p.m. <laughs> well, they got to sleep. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, if we didn't make it clear, we're talking about riots. Yeah. Oh. No. Specifically, we're talking about, like, white people riots. Yeah. Because riots have been a big thing in the news lately. Riots, violent protests, things like that. 
And whenever that happens for a good reason, like police violence or, I don't know, just because Trump got elected, right? riot-worthy to me. Whenever it happens for a valid reason that people have to protest, the criticism gets really racist really fast. Oh, yeah. And the implication is almost like, yep, there they go again with their rioting. Yeah, it's like, see, we told you. That's kind of the vibe of it. As if, for one thing, if rioting, as if rioting is exclusive to any one community. Nah. And if anything, white people riots are always over way dumber shit. They're like, it's over always dumber shit, and they happen a, all the time. Yeah, they're just a bunch of wieners whining about nonsense. Yeah. Like, and that could be a great name for this episode, given <laughs> what I know we're about to be talking about. Yeah. Well, also, like a lot of the disparity or, or the disparity between when a brown person shoots at a group of people, they're a terrorist, but when a white person shoots at a country concert right. in Vegas, he's right. just a, a lone madman. When white people are rioting, it's an organized. It's like an organized uh, civil disobedience. Yeah, and when other people are, it's a, it's a riot. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, it's all coded in there, everything. Or if it's after a sporting event, it's just fans took to the streets. Yeah, it's all exuberance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like oh shit, there's a lot of fire for yeah. all this celebration. What, my first sort of entry into not, I didn't do it, but like the first time I really saw riots and was kind of conscious like I was living in LA during the LA riots in the early 90s but I was pretty young and like mm-hmm. I wasn't watching the news but when the Lakers won their first championship of the the Sheck uh, and Kobe era yeah that was insane all like where we are right now downtown all on fire really <laughs> oh the the riots after the first Shaq and Kobe championship were quite quite special wow yeah, that that's a thing. It's when it's white people, it's always sports. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I bet sports. you the basketball riots was, was not all white people. Well, yeah, no, of it course. was yeah. it was a it was a rainbow of colors. Everyone was excited. <laughs> I mean, for it's the it's Lakers nice to see to all the races come together for one greater so, good, yeah. which is burning this terrible burning city to ashes. People's <laughs> cars who parked on the street. Yeah, it's like, well, we can't cohabitate. We'll all destroy it together. <laughs> so, should we talk about since we're talking about sports riots? Should let's talk about the Eagles first, since yeah. they're playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, it will have already happened by now. But the Eagles, these motherfuckers, before the NFC championship game against the Vikings, uh-huh. like all of these videos, I mean, after the game, all these videos came out uh, with all these fights between Eagles fans and Vikings fans. And then we find out it all happened before the game. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't even wait to find out if they were going to win or lose. They yeah. were just like, no, let me get kicked out of this game before it even starts. And the amount of money they had to pay to get into that game. Yeah. And then to be like, well, I know this was $800, but I really want to punch this asshole because <laughs> he thinks his black guys are faster than my black guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get him. So let's look at a video. Yeah, let's check this out. I mean, people at home will have to, will have to do some play-by-play for people. Right. But the sounds, you'll, you'll understand. It's only 44 seconds long. And this is video from before the fucking NFC championship. Oh, man. Are many mounted police You know officers? it's bad when the horse cops are in, because that means the cops yeah. have gone, we don't know what to do, get horses, yeah. we guess. Yeah, we don't want to go in there on foot. That man is, like, vomiting and being tackled <laughs> at the same time. God, this is a found footage horror movie about fireball whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Who is this hype man to the fight? Yeah. This cop is beating up a guy, and another guy is, like, up in his face. Uh, Eagles fan is attempting to debate a horse. Oh, shit. Look at that fucking blood. Oh, but look how cute that pony is. Oh, yeah, that looks like a Clydesdale back there. That guy looks like a political dissident in Turkey. Yeah, Yeah, that was a Budweiser horse (laughs) at a Natty Ice event. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Philadelphia fans, I don't I don't care what the the arrest reports show. They are the worst fucking fan. Well, Raiders fans. Well, you, but, yeah, they're so I But mean, they're, they're never going to be in the fucking Super Bowl. So. No, no, mercy no. no and no. they would literally just stab people the whole team would, before <laughs> they got there. Raiders Every time I do a show at a bar and I see a Raiders flag, I'm like, "Well, guess I'm not doing well tonight." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess I'm going to hang out try and be affable and get walked to the car. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. At 11 o'clock and fucking the 909. But no, I'll, I'll never understand why Eagles fans have been so historically bad. Because there's so many things they've done. Like, you know the story about the Santa Claus, right? Kind of. For anybody who doesn't know, yeah, back in like the, I think it was like the 70s, the 80s, uh, it was Christmas time. And they brought Santa out on the field at halftime to, you know, be like, I'm Santa. Fucking yeah. deal with it, Philadelphia. And instead, uh, about a thousand people just started whipping batteries at him. <laughs> Which the funniest thing is, nobody has D batteries on accident. Yeah, which means they knew Santa was going to be there and went and bought batteries to throw at Santa Claus. That's so fucking insane. That I, is, yeah, that is like the fucking Grinch on meth. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Destiny's Child singing. It was, I think it was the national anthem. Okay, and it was like the NBA Finals. I gotta feel like Philadelphia had some opinions. Yeah, well, they they made <laughs> that was probably the, that was probably the second Lakers Shaq Kobe champion. Yeah, I think it was. and Less rioting that year, but still some. <laughs> they The problem, Destiny's Child had the, uh, like, they were trying to play to everyone because it was Lakers, Sixers, they're from Houston, they don't give a shit. Right. So one of them had a Lakers jersey on, and the boos while they were singing the national anthem were so <laughs> deafening. I was just like, come on. Yeah, you like, are booing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Some people have thoughts about that now. Well, yeah. Very prescient of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Maybe really, that's what really it's progressive, always been. Really progressive. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Philly's just really progressive. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Philadelphia, <laughs> notably woke town. <laughs> so, yeah, they, before the NFC Championship, and I'm assuming before the Super Bowl, even though it's not happening in Philadelphia, right? They the police were going and, like, putting Crisco on the fucking light poles and shit. I saw that. Yeah, because they were expecting people were just going to like try and climb light poles and start <laughs> toppling shit. I like the idea of some immigrant getting to like Minnesota the day that's happening and being Minnesota like, is this does, how fat America's gotten? <laughs> Minnesota does accept a lot of immigrants. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're buttering they do, the yeah. streets. No, they're a state that, yeah, that has a lot of, especially African immigrants. Oh, neat. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, fun they do. For them. And also, oh, uh, yeah. also the, very cold. The Hmong people, H-M-O-N-G, is that uh, is that a, a culture of people that we're familiar with in Los Angeles? Um, I, no, I had, no. To, had to Google that one because it's they're huge in the Sounds Midwest. Sounds like you knocked over some Scrabble tiles. And like. they also uh, one of the most violent gangs in Minneapolis is a Hmong gang. Oh shit! Yeah, it's pretty That's fucking awesome. Crazy. I hope yeah. they get up in the mix. And I'd still just... rather hang out with them than fucking Philly fans. Yeah, they're not going to make you watch football. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like watching football. I just don't like watching it with people. That's, yeah, everybody who wants me to watch football with them is the worst person I am. Yeah, like I, I like watching football by myself. <laughs> They're called MOD, Menace or Masters of Destruction. Yep. They, there's a series on BET, I believe, called Gangland, mm-hmm. and they have their own entire episode on BET. Damn. So you know they're killing the game. Yeah, you got to work hard. Yeah. To get up on that BET. <laughs> So, yeah, Philadelphia fans. And this is the thing. Riots over sports are so common. Mm-hmm. And that's why it kills me whenever there's an actual riot for a valid thing. People always seem to forget that. I mean, pe- it comes up among people like us who are like, yeah, but everyone else. But it's 
just in, in conveniently like the, forgotten. The main conversation. Yeah. Yeah. When it's and a lot of these sports riots end up being worse than these sort of like political things. Oh yeah. Because like you know, I, I've been to a lot of like the political marches and stuff, and most of them end up being it's just a bunch of people running around chanting and shit. You know what I mean? Maybe. It gets a little out of control every once in a while, uh, and there are, obviously there have been bad ones, but like, yeah, you know, the sports ones seem like they're pretty much always immediately drunk and violent. Yeah, because there is that's the element I think. Yeah, that they, they sports riots always have a sports alcohol. riot starts at the or, or like yeah starts at the place that like a political riot ends. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're right. That alcohol is the thing too. Where you know, for the the women's march on Los Angeles or whatever, people aren't getting up at seven. And being like tailgating for bar- first fireball, yeah. then keg stands, <laughs> then I, breakfast. I did. I went I, more I, I went to I went to the march like right after Trump got elected, and I was like walking home from yeah. it, and I walked past this like cafe or whatever, and there were like just people like having mimosas and brunch with their protest signs, and I'm like, all right, you gotta know this looks bad. <laughs> like you gotta be a little aware of the optics on this shit. <laughs> this might be why this happened. <laughs> like I don't know. Exactly. Just a thought. <laughs> Speaking of football riots, how about Penn State? This oh, boy. <laughs> ever remember what these motherfuckers rioted over in 2011? Uh, speak, uh, speaking of greased up poles, how about Penn State? Oh, oh. Oh. I'm nice. So, I'm sorry. What did you think was going to happen? It's <laughs> <laughs> CSI. That's the first time a crime was actually investigated at Penn State. Oh, neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Penn State in 2011... They rioted over the fact that Joe Paterno got fired. And this was a violent, destructive fucking riot. Uh, That was a fucking bad one. (laughs) Yeah, they really tore shit up because Joe Paterno covered for his defensive coordinator fucking kids for years and years and years. Yeah. And then got fired over it. And they were like, no. (laughs) And you do not take away the the, the statue we built. For this guy who, who and they covered did. for the, and, they did. and then they rioted some more. What is it with the worst people and statues? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember. There's a documentary about the whole Joe Paterno, Jerry Sandusky thing. God, is it called fucking Whoopsie Daisy? Like, <laughs> and they is just, it called the Blind Side. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name for it. There's a a part where people are trying to still come and take pictures with the statue before they finally tore it down. Right. And there's this, like, one lone guy protesting, like, hey, you know your kids are taking pictures with a statue of a guy who covered for someone fucking kids, right? (laughs) And they're just like, get out of the shot, loser! Yeah. It's like, come on. I mean, I... I will say, like, I, yeah, I remember when this happened and being like, God, how stupid that, like, somebody could do something so bad. And you'd be like, oh, but that cool thing they did. And then I caught myself watching a Louis C.K. special recently, and I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Well, yeah, that's – I think with Jerry Sandusky, it's like a, a magnitude kind I of mean, thing. I mean, it's definitely like, worse. I'm not comparing the t- – I'm just saying yeah. like, I get the idea of, like, you know, struggling to let go of someone's legacy because it's tied to a bad thing. That said, a violent riot, probably not the way to go about no, it. No, no. But you're right. Like we did an episode of Listcast once about the best TV shows of the '80s, uh-huh. and I was like, "Yeah." I mean, I kind of got to mention the Cosby Show. Yeah, I just put a different world on there instead. What a fucking cop out that was! Oh, you coward! You should have stood your ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was close, but uh, yeah. And the thing about Penn State, if you read, there's an article on PennLive.com, which is 
very fucking deferential to the the rioters for one thing. Oh boy. There's no outrage to it. It's just very matter of fact. And they mention in there that this riot in 2011 <coughs> was the costliest in 15 years. Whew. So these motherfuckers are rioting all the time. Right. It doesn't even take Joe Paterno. And the thing is you think, "Oh, well, it's a college, so it's probably just sports related." And it's that sometimes. There was one time when they lost in the NCAA tournament, the men's basketball tournament, and rioted. Then one time they beat Ohio State uh, in football and rioted. But then there's also two that just happened at an arts festival. What? So these <laughs> and that before the the Joe Paterno. Get out of here, theater fags! Just throwing <laughs> torches. It's got to be something like that. It was 1998. There was a riot at a fucking arts festival. That resulted in $150,000 in damage. So they didn't touch any of the art, is what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Probably <laughs> it was not. Worth yeah. something. I want to speak to the rioting community here for a moment. Either pick, you're going to riot when your team wins or when your team loses. Like, I don't right. think you can do, I think, like, if your team wins and you want to, like, riot, then go over to Ohio and then burn Ohio down. Like, yeah. you should have to go to the other town and fuck their yeah, shit. Yeah, you up. should have to invade. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, Mongols. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do in Los Angeles. Like, when uh, we, uh, UCLA plays USC, uh-huh. there's the two, there are two statues on each campus. There's Tommy Trojan, he's uh, just a guy with a little hat and a sword, and then there's the bear. Uh, I don't know what he's called, Billy. And <laughs> when oh, they Billy play the each other, each school like wraps their own guy in like wrapping paper, and there's like an armed guard around for that whole week, just because people f- know that the crosstown rivals go fuck up the other guy's statue. Right? Yeah, that we did back when your state is insane was a podcast on this network. We did an episode about Alabama with Rivers Langley. Yeah. Cool boy. And we played a phone call on that episode. It was a guy who called into a radio station to report that he had there's this like tree. Is it Auburn yeah. or I forget or Alabama. He said uh, I think it was uh, at he Auburn. said War Dam Eagle. So it was I think it was it Alabama's was Alabama. tree. It's like a famous tree that's like hundreds of years old on right. the Alabama campus. Uh, I, I'm getting real nervous about a hundreds of years old tree in Alabama. Nothing good happened <laughs> on that tree. And <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless, the this tree that was like a historical monument to was Alabama football. Somehow. I guess yeah. I don't know. Some guy poured. Poison on this tree. This <laughs> Holy tree. fucking shit. Like, they would, like, oh, they TP the tree every few years or whatever. I and mean, that's fine, you know. But this guy poisoned the tree and was sent to prison or, yeah. or fined a lot because who were they playing? The fighting Batman villains? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Auburn. It's a, such a big rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. When there's big rivalries involved, it can get weird. But, like, to the point about, you know, pick whether you're going to riot if you win or you're going to riot if you lose. I've I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I went to a fucking Dodgers playoff game this year cuz I'm okay. a Cubs fan and the Cubs played the Dodgers yeah. in the NLCS and uh the Cubs lost, which that's fine. I was just there. Yeah. And they do. you know, they lost, so I'm leaving. And this guy sitting in front of us who had not been paying attention to this game at all. Like, at one point during the most tense moment, he was on his phone showing his girlfriend shoes he had just bought. And I think he bought them during the game. Cool, dude. 
So yeah, Connor McSpadden just... <laughs> <laughs> with the Yeezys. Ah, uh, you heard about the Yeezys? He let me try them on. They're great. <laughs> so many people have already worn those <laughs> shoes today. <laughs> and as soon as the game ends and the Dodgers win, this guy stands up and just starts yelling "fuck you" to every Cubs fan he can fucking lock eyes with. <laughs> and I'm walking out, and he's just screaming "fuck you" at me. And I was wearing a sweatshirt that said Chicago Cubs 2016 World Champions. Right. And I just pointed to the World Champions on my shirt and was like, bye, motherfucker. I'm like, we won a World Series. Yeah. Act like you've fucking been here. <laughs> and I turned to leave, and I didn't realize it, but he threw a fucking beer at me and missed and hit a baby. Oh, God, <laughs> Yes. I saw Jeff post about it. God, that's so funny. Yeah, Jeff got all the fucking flack for it because I didn't like. I didn't. Re- I don't know. He he had to have waited for me to turn to throw it. Right. Which come on. Yeah, At least throw bitch. it while I'm looking. Yeah, like you weren't gonna know who threw the beer. At yeah. You. Like, what happened? <laughs> no, it was that guy I was just screaming with. Yeah, and then hit a baby. What happened next? What did the parents of the baby do? For, as far as I recall, they kind of got in because at first the guy tried to blame Jeff. Yeah, and Jeff was like, "I'm standing right next to you. I wouldn't throw a beer, at your baby." Right? How from would this I even do vantage that? point? <laughs> and so like, like, I had film. Had, I've only had one drink in twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although Jeff looks like somebody who would throw a beer at your baby. He's from Boston. Yeah. 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 So yeah, then I mean, we just got the fuck out of there. Yeah. But it's that's the thing is. It doesn't matter if a team wins or loses. If you're in the right city, there's probably going to be some violence yeah, afterwards no. if it's a big thing. Yeah, most definitely. God, we can't like, tr- especially L.A. Oh, yeah. We can't trust anybody to have fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't put more than, like, eight people in a room together. Somebody's going to stab someone. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And especially at a Dodgers game. That's like going to a gang truce. I say that all the fucking time. It really is, yes. Sometimes. I mean, every tension. Dodger Stadium feels like that scene at the beginning of the Warriors where like all the gangs are together (laughs) right before somebody fucking fires a shot and shit goes down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) get into your car, you gotta fight those baseball guys. Yeah, it's the Giants games are like that, but honestly the the worst one I've been to is when they played the Angels when they do the the Mm. freeway series every year. That one is a little intense because you have Many Latino folks, some wearing red, yeah, some wearing blue. And it just, <laughs> oh yeah, it gets it gets a little. Uh, the heat is turned up. Well, yeah, and I'm from I'm from Orange County, and there is a uh, deep current of resentment towards Los Angeles down there. So we're ready to. Oh, totally, fight all totally. Of you. <laughs> and I think that's where I think back to the Super Bowl. I think that's where you get a lot of Philly fans and the Boston fans being mm. two of the most aggressive uh, franchises in terms of their fans. Because there's a lot of resentment towards New York. They just want to be New York. And Everybody not... wants to be New York. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Resentment toward L.A. is really a thing in the rest of California. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because I think L.A. for the most part is just like whatever. Yeah. Every, I hate no matter, San Francisco, but other than that. Yeah. No matter who the team is, if you're the L.A. Kings, if you're the L.A. Lakers, if you're the L.A. Rams, whatever city you go to, everyone just chants beat L.A. You know, yeah. Beat L.A. is just a chant. They don't even care about what team it is. Could be the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, they just they, and there's uh, Shannon beat L.A. <laughs> the three worst shows I've ever done in my life were all in Santa Cruz, California. Uh, <laughs> was that two we on consecutive together? nights when I was there with Keith and Connor? That was so bad. <laughs> it was brutal. I thought you were gonna punch someone. You were so well. Mad. We did that second night, and remember, I just did my set from the couch because nobody yeah. gave a fuck. So I just didn't even stand up. And at one point, I was like. 
why are you people like this? <laughs> and some guy goes, because L.A. steals all our water. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like we need it to be awesome. Yeah, you look hydrated, city boy. <laughs> With your damp ass coming into my town. <laughs> Also, yeah. I like that we all sound like hillbillies, even though we're in Santa Cruz, <laughs> California. Santa Cruz? <laughs> the deep south of Northern California. Oh, that place is so awful. God, truly bad. <laughs> truly the worst place I've ever been. It was. I fired someone during my set the night before. Remember that? Oh, yeah. We hired a sound guy, and he heckled me during my set, and I was like, I'm not going to keep going unless you fire that guy. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> that was... God, that was They fired him. <laughs> they fired him from like a free job. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even getting paid to do that. <laughs> oh, good times. God, I hope he's dead. <laughs> I'm sure he is. He seemed yeah, like... I, I can't imagine where he's alive and thriving right now. He seemed like he was on his way. Yeah. So before we, we get to the crown jewel of this and talk about Keith's hometown. <laughs> oh, God. Let's talk about... This is the thing that actually inspired me to want to do this episode... Which is the the Nutella riots in France. <laughs> I saw this, and it made me laugh for a while. It always drives me insane. This is a big soapbox for me, but France. People always hold up France as, oh, my God, if the United States was just more like France. No, no. France, France sucks, dude. France is garbage. I've been there. It's straight up terrible. And it's, it's racist. It's as yeah. racist as the United States. And also, we're not fucking rioting over Nutella. So we yeah. have that going for us because that's a thing that just happened. There is this grocery store in France and this is just one video of people just tearing shit up. This also could be any food for less in Los Angeles to be fair. That's true, yeah. But this grocery chain put Nutella on sale. It's normally like four fucking stupid French dollars a jar and they dropped it to like a dollar something and these motherfuckers just wee weed their way down to every fucking grocery store in France is there a shortage of it like what is the I don't think so just value baby god what a what a wussy riot this is it is yeah but you hear people like screaming in the background and this is just one video there were several incidents like this all across France. I just want one American to come in here and show him how it's done. Look at that. Oh, there that he is. That is a lady in a hijab. <laughs> oh, well, they're probably mad at her for a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's just like, fuck, don't put this on me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it she, is. Looks, she looks so afraid. She's like, please don't start a riot near me. I'm just chilling. Look, I mean, those are big jars of Nutella and in their defense. Everybody's coming out, and they got like they're double fisting. They've got they've got like three or four. How much Ooh, Nutella man. are these motherfuckers eating? It's not like a th- it's not like it's like a sale on like bread or like something you eat every day. It's fucking Nutella. That's People like feed it to their kids every day. Nutella is like feed it to your kids. It's not enjoy healthy. Fat for dumb them. kids. Yeah. Do they use it like we use jelly or something? I think so, or like peanut butter, or like Australians use Vegemite. Like That's they just, insane. They're, they just like put it on their toast every morning. I, I mean, I, I love Nutella, but it's just a Snickers bar melted down into a paste. <laughs> like it's not a thing you should be eating on the reg. I remember Kobe Bryant used to be the spokesperson for Nutella, and after the Colorado rape stuff happened, I came to work one day, and there was just like a half-eaten jar of Nutella with Kobe Bryant's face on it <laughs> that was just in the break room forever. 
Because someone was like, well, I don't want a rapist in my kitchen, but I also don't want to waste all this Nutella. <laughs> so I'm just going to take it, and hopefully someone at work will take it. And we were just <laughs> confronted by Kobe Bryant's smiling rapist face every morning for oh, about God. six weeks. I don't know what ever happened to it. The sec- I hope he the, came the and second most it up. uncomfortable nut Kobe Bryant ever <laughs> <laughs> was involved with. <laughs> yes! <laughs> God, I'm two for two on these sweet rape riffs. <laughs> Sweet Rape Riffs, that's the name of this episode. That's the name of your guitar solo at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Walk the door, Brett. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, explain yourself. Okay. Let's uh, talk about the city of Huntington Beach, because God damn. The city of Huntington Beach, California... Is uh, it's the birthplace of the tap out shirt, I believe. <laughs> I, I, I'm genuinely serious. I think that's where it comes from. It is just bros in backwards hats. It's people who were too like the, Sublime with Rome is the national anthem of Huntington Beach. It's the beach town in Orange County. It's I all wanna, just I white. Check that out. It's like ima- <laughs> imagine if San Diego was also super angry. Like and that would be a, like Huntington Beach is like the chillest place. It's like super rich. Everyone's fine. And then about once or twice a year. Everyone goes fucking insane. Yeah. And they just... Rioting is a normal thing. that It riots more than it rains in Huntington <laughs> Beach. Like, you just... You, you, like, at one point, they banned the 4th of July. Yeah, one of the videos we're going to look at is a 4th of July riot. Is it the, is it the one from uh, from 93? Yes. Like, that's a legendary moment in Orange County <laughs> yeah, history. Let's, yeah, uh, let's look at this shit. I was you, at this riot. You sound like a fish fan or like a Grateful Dead fan. Oh, is that when they played trucking? No, yeah. Well, Nassau Coliseum well, no, no, I think, I think in 1989? This is, yeah, this is the one where they were like throwing flaming couches in people's yards and a girl got shot. Like, it was fucking gnarly. <laughs> yeah, look at this fucking footage. It, it looks like... A violent anti-government protest. And this is straight up just like the suburbs. Like this is like <laughs> the gentlest town. It looks like CNN coverage of Baghdad in 2003. People yeah. have those flags in their front yards with like you know God bless this mess, like folksy <laughs> saying. Oh my god! And it's like all right, now it's time for fucking motocross Armageddon. And then there's people just stand because that's that's one of my favorite. <laughs> Look at this! They're fucking th- destroying. Is that a tank? <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a tank. That's one of my favorite parts of riots is the people just standing around checking shit out. Yeah. I mean, you always want to go out and see what's up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd probably want to watch from yeah, this indoors. Is what, we lost fireworks this year in 93. Now someone's just jumping through the fireworks. Yeah. They're going to catch on fire. God, I, w- I want somebody to cut this video to down with the sickness by disturbed <laughs> and or let the bodies hit the floor by drowning pool. Either one works. Uh, so was there? This is like being a good Southerner and watching like video of like Jim Crow protests. <laughs> like, I gotta answer for the sins of my people. Was there anything in particular that set this off? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Ameri- fucking, uh, yeah, Ameri- British. Yeah, America is totes nar, and they just <laughs> needed to fucking shred to the max, dude. Like seriously, that, there's never a good. Re- they're never protesting for a reason. Nobody in Huntington Beach cares about anything except for get, being allowed to do this. Yeah, there's like if enough fucking you know reserve member that is a tank that is a fucking that is a tank. tank and they have commandeered it. How what how did that happen? How do they have a tank? What what <laughs> what is it? I don't even think that's a police tank. I think that is a privately owned tank. <laughs> <laughs> that is a residential tank. 
The residents of Huntington Beach are militarized. Oh, God, and every woman here is the hottest person that's ever lived. One guy's got his bike on back of the tank. You fucking surfboard motherfucker. Oh, God. The night. So that's that's one ride, and this is we're it's, it's a very long video. Yeah, I mean you'll you'll find a ton of this, and then there's like there's the U.S. Open of surfing riot. Yeah, what is the? It's <laughs> just the U.S. Open of surfing. It, Why? I mean, Huntington Beach does is like it a bit, turn into the purge all the time? Well, Huntington Beach is like a huge surfing town. Like Surf City, the song is about Huntington Beach and like the Beach Boy song, and it's like that's sort of where a lot of surf culture started was there. So it's like every year they do the big like. The big ass surfing competition comes here, and you're just getting the worst bros from across the land converging yeah. in Huntington Beach. Already a powder keg of unchecked tank top aggression. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I always and they've just... never met a porta potty they didn't want to flip upside. Oh down. yeah, there's. I know what videos you have. Yeah, right? there's there's a video. This is from the I think the 2013 riot. Because there's a couple really famous uh, yeah. Huntington bit, but this is like oh yeah, this one I remember this early in the day. When I was at this one too. <laughs> <laughs> there are about three guys. Oh, there goes that one running <laughs> on the tops of porta potties. They're yeah. knocking them over. All the reserve members of Pennywise just <laughs> throwing it down. <laughs> Gotta let loose if you're in reserve. You know. Dude, I and it looks so beautiful where they are. It's such a, it's such. This is like such a cute little town. There's like a homemade like wind chime store down the street <laughs> from here. Again, ninety five percent of the time, very peaceful. All you got to do is just have a good time. Try not to be black, but fucking ten percent <laughs> of the time, yeah. It turns into the dump purge, and there's people who, like hovering around the porta potties. Like, imagine having the courage. Gotta go pee. Imagine but... having the courage to try and take a shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. my worst. Yeah, there fear. goes. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, they're yeah, just they're this <laughs> asshole. Just being an asshole to the porta potties. Like, you're not going to need those later. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, credit where credit is due. That white supremacist really did a sweet <laughs> flying kick. Yeah. Oh, there they all go, man. <laughs> Using the barricade as a weapon. <laughs> God, this is a work of art, dude. Like, why? I just don't. <laughs> And it, it just, it's so fucking... This looks like the end of a Spike Lee movie. Like this Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> happening for no good reason. Yeah. At least someone had to die first and do the right thing before... Oh, somebody definitely died happened. here, but they died of, like, jello shot poisoning. <laughs> they did not die of any kind of political cause. Lit canceled. That was what happened. <laughs> <laughs> True story, I'm tangentially related to the guys from Lit... <laughs> Like by blood, yeah. Everyone in Orange County is. It's oh. like it's it's like the the tree. Oh, it's like, like, like yeah, like Thomas Jefferson. They're like the Genghis Khan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Orange yeah. County. We, 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 we raped a lot of my ancestors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they did have that one good album though. Yeah. Well, they had that one good song, and then like two other ones. <laughs> yeah. We're not giving them a full album worth of credit. Yeah. I just. I. It's hard for me to grasp surfing and riots. Being a thing, but also like I've seen Point Break. I know, yeah, I know crime can get involved in the surf game. Well, and I think that like you know, I I'm I'm like a defender of like bro culture the same way people defend like pit bulls. Like it's not a violent breed; it's a violent yeah. training. And I think a lot of them end up shitty. There are also a lot of really chill ones who just hang out. But when you get enough of them together, and some assholes start kicking over porta potties, the other ones are like, "Well, we're not going to stop them." Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and I we're guess definitely gonna not gonna <clears throat> not kick. Yeah, over I'll kick one party potty over and then go eat a burrito. I'm yeah, going to, I'm going to Wahoo's. Everybody, chill the fuck out. Yeah, the craziest video to me is this one from the 1986. I don't think I've seen this one. Uh, the 1986. Yeah, they were playing at Shea Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> this that same event, the U.S. Open of Surfing, in 1986 in Huntington Beach. There was a riot. Yeah, and no, I've heard of this one. I just haven't seen it. Oh, video. this is a... Yeah. This one is... There's no audio from the... We're just uh, kind of watching a compilation. Yeah, the, I do love the inclusion of the circle jerks on here. <laughs> oh, I like this. But apparently this riot, uh, according to legend, happened because two dudes were getting kind of like touchy-feely with two chicks, like, uh-huh. like in a rapey way. And that's cool. Step in and stop that. Yeah. But I don't know how that escalates into <laughs> let's also tear yeah. the entire city down. Yeah, I guarantee you that uh, that lifeguard van that you just threw a trash can through the window <laughs> up did not rape those girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. The crowds God, in Huntington this one. Beach is a terrible place. They ruined, they ruined surfing. They ruined punk rock. They ruined the 4th of July. They're the worst place. Like this looks like. And I still kind of love it is the thing. It looks like Belfast in the 80s. Good history reference. I just did a couple episodes about the Troubles. Don't mind me. <laughs> I just did. Yeah, you got it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Shirtless dudes running. Yeah. It, yeah. This is like if Northern Ireland was fighting against a pack sun mannequin come to life <laughs> and cloned 100,000 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's Huntington Beach for you. I was surprised to find that because I it's was. Like assault on Precinct 420. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real proud of that joke. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty great. You ready for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. God, it feels so good every time. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Uh, about 40 and change. Okay. Because that's the last riot we had to talk about. Should we, uh, should we do some comments? I don't know if we have enough comments to last that long, but we'll see. You know, it's a big world out there. Big world. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They don't. But I want you to know that's not true. He's lying. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments. He's doing a jerk-off motion while he's saying From it. the past so few you shows. Know he doesn't care. <laughs> and respond to him personally. Personally. Jerk off. Fade it out, bro. Uh, yeah. So this is from last week's episode, which was Famous False Alarms with Alex Schmidt and John Fahey. This is uh, Stephen Martinez. He says, I once ordered anchovies on a pizza from a drop-down menu once, and my family still hasn't forgiven me, so I get how the Hawaii thing happened. Exactly. My pizza pizza metaphor example reached out, spoke to the people. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I don't know if you've looked into it, Keith, but that's how the... That false alarm happened in Hawaii. They're trying to order a pizza. <laughs> no, there's just a drop down menu that you choose from your how do we scare the shit out of the populace mm-hmm. oh, options. And one clearly says drill and the other doesn't. And the guy just picked the one that didn't say drill. And then there oh, was man. no false alarm option in the drop down. There was no like way to rescind it <laughs> and just to cancel it. I remember it happened and it was like 30 minutes before anybody knew it was not minutes, about yeah. to get nuked. Jesus Christ. Yeah, can you imagine? Because, yeah, we. Uh, I think we brought it up on that episode, maybe, but there there was that thing in L.A. with the SpaceX launch. Oh, that scared the shit out. And we out. were all like, oh, look, we're going to die. 
And that lasted like three minutes until we could get on Twitter and do the put wor- hashtag DTLA, and it's like, oh, okay. The it. worst part of that is I was like looking at that thing going across the sky, pretty confident that we were being nuked. Because that's the thing I've always been afraid of. So I genuinely thought, like, well, this is how it ends. And then I texted Connor to be like, what is that thing? And I realized, oh, if there's an apocalypse, I'm just going to text Connor fucking McSpadden and then <laughs> die alone. <laughs> Didn't even think, like, oh, maybe I should call my mom. <laughs> I was like, yo, they're going to nuke the recording studio. You're going to fuck a meme boy. <laughs> Get back here. Get Tom to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Always a concern. Yeah, it was that was creepy as shit. Yeah. And I don't get why there can't be uh, a text message alert. We should have all gotten that. a text about that. Like, Everyone in LA should have gotten that text that said, hey, there's going to be a fucking missile flying yeah. through the sky. MBD, the scariest thing you've ever seen is going to happen from yeah. 6 15 to 6 18 p.m. You, you uh, didn't this see This is it? recent. Like, right. A couple weeks ago. I think it was like before, right before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it might have been gone. Oh yeah, then it, yeah, I, I think it was in December. But yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of videos and stuff. But yeah, they launched this rocket and it just looks it oh, looks insane. Yeah, they do that every once in a while. I mean, I've, yeah, I had never seen something uh, like this before. Well, the, like, the first time it, it was happened, like rippling, like in crazy lights, it looked like an uh, alien or a nuke. Like it was insane. What creeped me out about it is the the trail of smoke looked like it had launched and then went off course. Yeah. Like it kind of went it was straight just the up wind and then kind of moving there. The but it was like head. in like this curly kind of pattern like maybe it seemed it's like something was going wrong. Bun yeah. out of control and I was like, "Oh, where's that going to land?" Exactly. And yeah, I remember there something similar happened a couple years back and people were freaked out and they were like, "No, oh, it's just a missile test." Like, oh, oh, cool. That's fine, a missile test over well, LA. Well, how'd the missile do? Poorly? <laughs> Neat. <laughs> uh, next comment. These are all from Patreon, by the way. Patreon.com slash unpops or Patreon.com slash me. Is it Mean Boys podcast? What's Patreon.com slash Mean Boys. Edit that out. Will C says Kirk's sabotage should be added to the soundboard, please. Spock, sabotage the system. It's already on the soundboard. <laughs> sabotage. That, have you ever heard that clip? No. William Shatner, there's this uh, kind of famous clip of him doing that scene, and he says the word sabotage, but he uh. says sabotage. <laughs> And there's sabotage the system. <laughs> yeah, it's straight up a V. <laughs> and the director steps in and is like, um, actually, I think it's sabotage. And William Shatner's just like, I say sabotage. Spock, sabot- sabotage. Here it goes. I don't say sabotage. <laughs> you say sabotage. I say sabotage. <laughs> I love that. What so idiot? <laughs> And Dude, I think that, that rules. That's <laughs> I think that's probably how it ended up in the final episode of whatever they were filming, which I'm sure was well. It was, he was saying Spock, so it was obviously Star Trek. You know, it's just some yeah. director just going, "I am not getting paid enough to have a, this fight with William Fucking Shat." <laughs> no, but it's also like 1967 too. It's not, you know. Yeah, it's not, it's it's a, the show is William like, Shatner. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, he's 25 and hot, and the show's like kind of popular. It's not like huge. It's not Star Trek and. Big bold letters. Yeah, it is now, but yeah, sabotage the system. Sabotage. Vinko Kerhara says, "Oh man, I miss Schmitty the Clam's laugh on Unpops. It's such a satisfying laugh to hear." I agree. Keith has a good laugh too, though. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't like laughing at you. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah, laugh much, fuckface. (laughs) PNW says, "Yeah, Hawaii." My brother and his wife held their kids in the bathroom and sobbed for about a half hour. Good times. God damn, that would have sucked. Just that those 30 Why'd you minutes? go in the bathroom, though? If you're getting nuked in Hawaii, at least go die outside. Hawaii looks sick. Yeah, well, 
if you can survive the fallout, like if, if yeah, you don't no, die I'm, in the blast, you you do want to get inside. I'm trying to make a fun joke about what sounds like uh, <laughs> the most traumatic thing that could happen. One of those kids is gonna become a serial killer. Like, there's no oh, way yeah, around. For it. Sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's gonna scar all of Hawaii. Yeah, this is the beginning of Tropical Dexter. Yeah, like, it's one of these kids is gonna go insane. Yeah. Uh, Logan Miller says, Adam, you should check out King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. All right, I'm out. No, 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 you should check out King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That name. It's it's the worst name for a band ever. They're actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. All right. You'd like them. I'll check them out. Big Meek says, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I would thrive in a marauder-based economy. Would you really, Meek? Yeah. (laughs) That fucking guy. Uh, (laughs) We're scrolling past him getting exponentially more aggressive and fascist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, Meek, we love you. Kate Meisel says, this episode was great. I've stocked up on bottled water because I live in L.A., so one, prime target if North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I hope we get nuked oh. by North Carolina. Oh, man, the next the next Nazi riot just escalates real hard. <laughs> Blood and soil and the sky. <laughs> uh, I live in L.A., so one, prime target if North Korea can get a missile that far, and two... L.A. might take any excuse to go all purge. False alarm, earthquake, losing a sports game, winning a sports game. Best to be prepared. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if the Dodgers won the World Series a few months back, would have been great, right? I was excited, but yeah, it didn't happen. I mean, they lost. It didn't seem that bad. I thought it was going to be a gnarlier ride. It was. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, they lost, like, instantly in that game. So you had three hours of just kind of sitting there and watching them. And they did they lose on the road? No, they lost at home. Yeah, (laughs) you fucking idiots. Fuck (laughs) them. The city of Los Angeles is poisoning you with the air now. Pretty much. Travis Wolf says Point Pleasant has a Mothman museum, and the guy who worked there last summer was a real bummer. I got the impression that he was not a fan of the Mothman. Seems like you go to the Mothman museum a lot, Travis. Yeah, I think he lives in that area, maybe. Is everyone, or is everyone familiar with the Mothman? Yeah. He's, he's been showing up in Chicago lately. Oh. So something bad's going to happen in Chicago, because that's... Well, also, like, the guy who works at the Mothman Museum is probably the most over the Mothman a human can be. Oh, like, yeah, what, for you sure. You still want him excited about it, Travis? Like, cut him... <laughs> I, used to, I worked at Disneyland about six months into working there. You couldn't have made me care about Disney magic to save my fucking life. Like, cut this guy a break. I'm sorry he didn't... Want to talk about your theories about it? You made a monster man. Yeah, it's like anything. You work at a restaurant. Yeah, it could be your favorite restaurant. In a month, you're gonna hate that place. Yeah, you're gonna get sick. Of but it. you're still gonna eat there all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, it's free. free. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get free access to I don't know Mothman shenanigans. <laughs> Mothmanigans. I think that's it. Uh, Feel bad that we ran short. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's. Not, I mean, we were supposed to have another guest, and the other guest canceled. Okay. So that would have probably. Yeah. It was three minutes. I could probably come up with ten more solid rape jokes. <laughs> no, yeah, we're just short of gas. Greg Edwards was supposed to be here, but he had a thing. Yeah. We'll get him back on the show sometime. And uh, But this was a good episode. Yes, yeah, fun, hey, man. Hey, white people, stop rioting over surfing events. Yeah. And, I don't know, go riot over the police. Yeah. Fuck but the police. You, you still, that's the thing. If you guys like like Huntington Beach, if you like rioting, just put on like a Black Lives Matter shirt and then kick over just as many porta potties. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to do better stuff. You just got to have better branding. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. You know, then you get to be a hero and the villain. It's amazing. <laughs> you get to be fucking Venom. Like it's awesome. So what do we have to plug before we get out of here? The uh, come to our live podcast last Saturday of every month at West at uh, Hollywood Hotel. Darkest Hour, second Friday of every month, Westside Comedy Theater, Santa Monica, 11.30 p.m. 
And me and Chet Wilde are going to be touring soon, I think starting in May. So be on the lookout for that. And also patreon.com slash unpops. Go give us money. Listen to extra podcasts that you can't get for free. You fucking chisel monkeys. <laughs> Sounds more offensive than it actually is. <laughs> Uh, listen to the Mean Boys podcast, uh, meanboyspodcast.com, iTunes, all that good shit. Uh, also, we are going on tour, me and Connor McSpadden and uh, Tom Goss. Have you had Tom on the show? No, but we need to. You yeah. got to get Tom in here. Tom, Yeah, would be, Tom's great. Tom would destroy this show. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun. Uh, but we're going to be all over the place. <laughs> Monday. Just destroy it. I mean, yeah, he would... He would blow the building up but uh a uh, whole month of april we're gonna be on the road so we're doing shows stand up and live mean boys podcasts in uh where we're gonna be milwaukee madison wisconsin chicago uh fort wayne indiana detroit pittsburgh uh dc philly and new york city so if you live any of those places uh go to meanboyspodcast.com we will have ticket links to all the shows uh there nice yeah brett anything to plug guys the big brother season is heating up. It's Celebrity Big Brother. Meta World Peace. Marissa Jarrett Winokur. Who? <laughs> she won a Tony for Hairspray. Oh, sure. Ka, sure. You oh. didn't know that. <laughs> I'm a, I, I don't uh, even know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I host a podcast called Hey Julie. Follow it on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Download it at your late at your nearest podcasting store. You just, you just find it, check it out. Is it's she on... still the worst at hosting a television show? Because she's always she's getting better. So... Well, now I'm glad after 50 seasons of the show, she's finally <laughs> stuck to get her leg. She's embraced. She's embraced uh, her weaknesses. <laughs> what? So being an well, on-air personality? Her... Yeah. <laughs> like, no, she's, she's embraced no, the fact that she has a job. Sense. Well, people call her Chenbot a lot because she's. Um, Again, it sounds more offensive than it is. Yeah, because yeah. she's just kind of a little bit robotic and emotionless. But yeah. she's now, she's actually got a, a sense of a hu- she's got a sense of humor about it and stuff. And I like Julie Chen. I I, I wasn't crazy about Julie Chen, but now I, I really like. Her. One of my dream gigs I want is what is that thing called the roast robot they bring in like every once in a while? Zingbot three thousand. I want to write. I want to write for Zingbot three thousand so bad, dude. Because like, I got yeah. into watching that show for a while and I was like, oh, I would have crushed this job. Oh yeah, and the the zings are actually pretty good. Yeah, Zingbot's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Nice. Uh, uh, Big man. Brother fans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Pod together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched Big Brother in such a long time. It's kind of fun. It's time, time <laughs> to watch it with all the celebs. Mark McGrath. Oh, man. He See, was one of the reasons uh, they were. Celeb one sounds I like that one season where everything got super racist and weird with the uh, the fat lady from New or not the big titty lady from New Jersey. Which I don't I don't know. Uh, well, this feels like an off air discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there are seasons like that. There's like there's. This is going to be the twenty first kind of season. God Almighty, that's and a lot. Yeah, there was like this this one, and they, were, they did an online only one last year that are kind of like these weird, like kind of alternate universe seasons of gotcha. it. But yeah, there are seasons that are like <laughs> the big yeah, that was the one, universe. <laughs> yeah, that was one that was really racist in the end, and uh, everyone was really mean to the gay guy. Yes, that one sucked. This one is the <laughs> the one that most recently wrapped up was the year of of all the bullying, and they like. Bullied this vet, this like war veteran, Jesus. and like made fun of his daughter and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. And he's actually the thing is the vet was kind of a fucking asshole. Uh, I mean, you, you can handle everyone else looks so much worse for just like bullying this guy all the time. You can handle a war, but you can't handle getting shit talked by the cast of Big Brother. Like I don't know. <laughs> well, that was the maybe thing I'm is, glad you're not in the military anymore. That maybe was intense. This guy, I mean, like, you should not be on the front line, Sally. This guy, like he was a typical far right. Winger and he was calling everyone snowflakes and oh, calling right. everyone betas. But when he was getting attacked, he it was very 
very very mm. hard for him. Oh, Being so is he, so is he a comic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> inside Anyways. baseball home run time. <laughs> hey Julie, is the podcast <laughs> download it? Don't even have to listen, just download. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Keith, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.